I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Unless you've been hiding under a rock, you've heard about the new iPad. So yet another shiny must-have Apple product is about to hit store shelves. But Apple's to-die-for gadgets can actually be deadly for the Chinese workers making them. A one-man show now on at New York City's Public Theater explores that prickly issue. Bruce Wallace has a story. First, a few disclosures. I'm writing this script on an iMac. If I were traveling, I'd be writing on my MacBook or my iPad. If my editor were to call, he'd reach me on my iPhone. If I wanted to ignore his call, I could turn the music up louder on my iPod. I'm in deep, but Mike Daisy, he's somewhere altogether deeper. I am at the level of geekishness where, to relax, after performances like this one, sometimes I will go back to my apartment and I will field strip my MacBook Pro into its 43 component pieces. I will clean them with compressed air and I will put them back together again. (laughs) It soothes me. That's a bit of Daisy's one-man show, The Agony and Ecstasy of Steve Jobs. In the show, Daisy describes how his obsession with Apple products led him to uncomfortable discoveries about how those products are made. He travels to China and talks to workers outside the massive Foxconn factory in Shenzhen, where half-million employees churn out tons of stuff for Apple, HP, Dell, Nokia, and other electronics companies. During his time in China, Daisy hears stories of workers as young as 12, of nerve damage caused by sprays used to clean iPhone screens, and of debilitating injuries that could be avoided if workers were regularly rotated from one job to another. He says it strains belief to suggest that Apple is unaware of these conditions. Do you really think Apple doesn't know? In a company obsessed with the details, with the aluminum being milled just so, with the glass being fitted perfectly into the case, do you really think it's credible that they don't know? Or are they just doing what we're all doing? Do they just see what they want to see? Apple has lately stepped up its efforts to see, to monitor and report factory conditions. For the past few years, the company has been conducting audits of their factories. The last report, released a few weeks ago, showed marginal improvement in six of the eight labor-related categories, though there's still a lot wrong. Independent monitors have just started inspecting Foxconn plants in China, including the one Daisy visited. And Foxconn just announced a 25% wage increase for some of its Chinese workers. Daisy says these moves don't go nearly far enough. They need to look at hours, especially, the incredible amount of overtime. People work. They drive people into the ground. They need to look at the entire way Apple releases products. Because when Apple releases a product, that wave of creating mania, the fact that all the people wait outside those lines of those stores, that has a direct effect on the people who have to try to supply that mania. You know, people don't understand that that system can actually be deadly. Daisy thinks that, as one of the most powerful players in the tech industry, Apple can do a lot more to ensure that factories are safe. He says as much in a letter handed to people leaving his performances, writing that if Apple put some of its profits back into factories, it would, quote, transform how all electronics are manufactured across the globe. Li Qiyang, director of China Labor Watch, says this is crucial, and he's happy to see that this is getting attention in the theater of all places. If Apple doesn't agree to share some of its profits with some of their factories and increase the production price, then there's no way that the supply factories can improve their working and living conditions for their workers. Apple and Foxconn didn't respond to my questions for this story. 
If, as an American consumer, these revelations about Chinese manufacturers have you looking at your electronics a bit differently these days, you're not alone. Makes me sick. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Really, really sick. I talked to Ellen Hauptman and her husband Martin outside of the public theater after one of Mike Daisy's recent performances. He ends it by saying, "Open up your computer." And think about who made it, and I think that we're going to do exactly that. And it's scary, really, really scary. Mike Daisy says that people who are concerned about the issues he raises in the show and are wondering what they should do are, in fact, already doing something. Even being aware of it as an issue and beginning to think about it now and being conscious and having those conversations is actually that's activism. Guo Rei Chiang worked for Chinese manufacturer WinTech. And has permanent nerve damage because of a toxic chemical he used to clean iPhone screens. He's 29 and pretty down about the future, about finding work and someone to marry. I asked him what he would tell people just learning how their iPhones are made. He, like Daisy, thought that awareness was a start. I hope fans of Apple will know that the products they use require us to make a sacrifice. For the world, I'm Bruce Wallace. The agony and the ecstasy of Steve Jobs runs through March 18th at the Public Theater in Manhattan. Thanks to our friends at This American Life for help with the story. There's a special live performance of the play with a Q&A by Ira Glass. That's in Chicago on April 7th.